And, you know, every one and everything has an agenda. There's nothing that's neutral. There's not a person that you meet. There's not a book you read. There's not a podcast you listen to. There's not a, a song, a, a, a news station, or a movie that is neutral. Everything has an agenda. We have to start to think about taking responsibility to be the gatekeeper of saying, I'm not letting this influence me. I'm not letting this in. It's really important that I start to pay attention to who and what influences me. back to the five star life show i'm your host coach seth and i'm joined in studio not with my co-host coach mia she's out of the studio today but i'm joined with special guest actually he's a senior archery expert and he's uh, the expert archery specialist for five star life uh coach ray kindle coach welcome back hey seth how are you i am great so uh ray we've got a lot of history um so ray worked in the medical field for years and um has always loved archery and hunting. And I remember being introduced to Ray and we had, you know, this five-star life program and we were doing these leadership days at that point is before we acquired Summit, our incredible property. That's correct. And um, we were at Manoe and we were looking for somebody who could help with archery, got your name, we're introduced to you, and you brought this team of people and just kind of invigorated our program with archery. It was amazing. And I got to learn how to shoot. It was so much fun. So, I mean, that was that was going back. It's got to be 15 years I ago. Think it, I think it has been that long. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So, you're now retired. I am. At, but retired with purpose. Yes, I am. And we're super grateful for that, that you, you've stayed involved and really increased your involvement with us. Well, glad to be here. So, uh, for the listening audience, if you just tuned in, really want to encourage you to uh, go check out our website if you're not driving, uh, fivestarlife.org. We're on a mission to change the face of culture, of sports, and of education by changing and really targeting the mindset of kids. And um, you can learn so much more about what we do. Also, just a note, you can listen to this show anywhere podcasts are played. You can also now watch this on our YouTube uh, channel at The Five Star Life. Also, we've got a few people commenting and interacting. We love it. So keep that up. Thank you so much. Be sure, lastly, if you like the content, be sure to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss an episode. And then hit that like button. That really helps the algorithms and really sends that out so we can get more traction. And we get more people that want to help us change culture. Um, so anyways, special guest Ray is on, um, Ray, talk to us a little bit about like, when did you start to fall in love with archery? Well, the first, the first time I thought about doing that, it was really self-serving. Uh, I was a, a hunter and I wanted to expand my hunting season. So what better way to do that than start bow hunting? And that was in 1974. 19 so you've been hunting for a while been shooting bow and arrow for a while yes i have so so from where you started and kind of the introductory level to where you are now explain where you were how you got started and where you are now well <clears throat> i uh wish i'd go back and talk to that guy that started out in 1974 i could teach him a thing or two <laughs> <laughs> but uh primarily it was just uh to um learn how to shoot a bow so that I could go hunting for deer. And, and uh, that's what kicked it off. And, uh, and that really held me for 
probably 30 years, and it wasn't until recently that I started getting into target archery, uh, which is really, a, you know, an order of magnitude, um, requires more concentration. Bow hunting is really hard, but, but target archery is probably the hardest thing there is to do. So, okay. You know, we, we know each other. We can talk sports a little bit. I played basketball, so I relate everything back to basketball. Um, so, you know, as a kid, um, you want to get the proper shooting mechanics, like a basketball form, your form, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. Uh, in golf, like it's it's helpful if you start with the right mechanics. Archery is the same thing or not necessarily? Oh, absolutely. Archery is all about form. Uh, it's all about form. And and, uh, and every time you veer away from your standard practice uh, and, and it, it miss a, a part of your form, it is evident downrange and uh, you miss the mark. Mm. So, so when you started with archery, did you just kind of, were you self-taught or do you have people that helped you? I, I had one lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I had one lesson. I paid $5 for it. <laughs> it's like, I just want to hunt. <laughs> and and uh, back then, my, my goal was uh, to be able to hit a paper plate at 20 yards uh, every time. And uh, now <clears throat> my goal is to hit a thumb, uh, thumbnail-sized bullseye at 20 yards. <laughs> wow. Time. Wow, incredible. So, you know, for our listening audience, for context, um, Ray is one of the very best archery trainers in the country. So we are, we feel so blessed that he lives close to us and is engaged with five stars, been for many years, but literally just brilliant in archery. And so we, we have been in conversation with him. He's helped us start the program, but we wanted you to come on, Ray, because 2024, we're taking a little bit different approach. We've talked for years about this archery program and we've ran it, but we're excited to go to the next level this year and not just have archery as a part of a, like a rotation when we have kids on campus, but actually having separate archery programs and really working towards like an archery team where they're, you know, competitively shooting. Um, You know, talk about some of the differences between, uh, you know, what it would take for, if there's a parent out there or a kid listening or a grandparent that's like their, their kids are sitting on the couch watching TV, maybe they're not involved in sports, maybe they have time. Uh, is this something that is kind of a something anybody can pick up and start doing or is this something you have to have some pre-knowledge of or some pre-skills for? Well, how we start, uh, typically on, a, on any given day out at Summit, we get 30 kids that show up. Have never, some of them never touched a bow before. And... By the third arrow, they actually look like they know what they're doing. By the ninth arrow, they're hitting arrows where they they want them to go. And so to me, and I get them for that one hour only for the most part. And I've always wanted to, to assemble a team and take it to the next level and 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 teach them what, what joys are out there in, in this discipline. Yeah, and so we're, we're at a place as an organization where we're finally – ready to offer some specific programs that we can set that up. So we have, um, I think it's, it's called uh, Accelerated Archery Program coming up. It's, it's, a, it's a series of, of uh, eight or nine sessions that we're going uh, to take and develop a, actually a shot sequence, the 11-step uh, process that USA Archery uses as, as their framework. And that's really the framework we've used all along. And I've always taught that. But it's hard, you know, you get them, get kids for one hour, you know, nothing sticks in one hour. Right. Um, except some basic fundamentals. But this will be drilling down into all the elements of 
just the equipment, uh, different types of equipment, the compound bow versus a recurve bow, um, arrow maintenance, uh, you know, all the, the form from, from picking up the bow to, to the last uh, uh, step in the process, which is evaluation of what you just did. And so, uh, and so when I have a, a group of kids uh, for that length of time, then I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them develop and, and, and then be ready to take it to the next level, which is building a team. Yeah, so the, the exciting thing for me is archery's been kind of like this exposure rotation where they are exposed to it at a high level, and they actually, because of your expertise, they find success really quick. Right. They, yes, they're like, OK, true. I'm not horrible at this. And so there's so many kids that are like, I love this. We now have this new program that they can now uh, be brought into. Now, do we provide the equipment or do they have to bring their own equipment? We have it all. We have uh, we have Genesis bows and, and arrows to match. that are matched with that particular type of bow. And that's pretty much what we teach. With this course, however, uh, I have a cadre of, of recurve bows as well. So we're going to teach recurve as well as Genesis. So it gives uh, a student uh, uh, the opportunity to, to, to see what it might be like to shoot a recurve Olympic bow. And, and so what I would like to do is just, you know, just have them ignite a spark within them that they may never even know they have. And I see that all the time. I see uh, kids come through, and, and there's always one or two that have this natural ability. Gosh, I wish I had it. Uh, every, every, everything I have, I've had to work really hard for, uh, but there are, there's one or two that just, just shine and, and I don't get them for any, any length of time after that. And so what I'd like to do is, is take them really the only criteria is, is for a, a kid that wants to do it. I don't care what their skill level is. I can get them to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do. I love it. What I love even more is the connection to USA archery and potentially kids could take this all the way to qualify for the Junior Olympics and beyond. Sure. I mean, there's, well, there's, there's any number of, of paths to take, and there are uh, like three or four different types of, uh, different types of, of organizations that handle this. Uh, there's NASP, National Archery and Schools Program, which it's uh, fourth grade up to 12th, uh, but after that, kids really have no, nowhere to go beyond that. There is, uh, but within USA Archery, there's a junior Olympic division, which we can certainly do at, at Summit. And, and if a kid wants to, to go out on the path of Olymp- Olympic archery, we can do that. Uh, and there's also another organization which I'm really looking at, uh, which is S3DA, and that's Scholastic three, uh, Three-Dimensional Archery. Uh, and that takes you know, any type of, of archery you can envision, you know, from the English longbow all the way up to, uh, you know, to, to Olympic recurve, to a bow hunter uh, set up to a a uh, Olymp- or to a um, world class um, competitive archer, you know, with with the compound mm-hmm. uh, sights and release aids and so forth, all the way all the way to that level. Wow! And the beauty of it is, is that uh, that there's kids that are like one one girl uh, two years ago, Lyco Ariola, 13 years old. One was the first first person, youngest person ever in Las Vegas to shoot 90 bullseyes in a row. And bullseye is one inch in diameter uh, at 20 yards. And she went on to win Vegas and then went back again at age 14 and did it again. Oh, my goodness. Not to be outdone, not to be outdone by the men, uh, a 14-year-old, or no, a 16-year-old boy did the same thing. Uh, 
the same year. Wow, that is crazy. Okay, we got to pause right there. We're a little over. We'll come right back with segment two. We're going to talk more with Coach Ray. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with expert trainer and senior archery coach for Five Star Life, Ray Kendall. Ray, welcome back. Uh, thanks. So, you know, we're having this conversation. I had to cut you off a little bit in the last segment, but you were talking about this 13-year-old girl who, like, won it all yes. at nationals back-to-back years. Yes. And, and then a boy who did the same thing. This is the Las Vegas tournament, one of the biggest tournaments there are. Uh, and, and actually, both of them did well in Lancaster, which is happening next this weekend, actually. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And then next week, it would be Las Vegas again. So uh, I'm sure uh, bo- both of these individuals will make the podium because they are that good. Mm. So, you know, one of the things that we're excited to do is – not just offer archery as this exposure event for kids, but to give them now a path where they can pursue it. So I'm super excited about this um, advanced archery course you're going to be offering. How many how many weeks or how many sessions is it? It's going to be eight or nine uh, sessions. Okay. And we're going to do it two times, uh, one starting late March uh, and then the other one starting in June. And then beyond that, we're going to assimilate a team, try to put a team together. So these two courses are really the feeder program yes. for the Five Star Life archery team that will start at the end of the summer, beginning of the fall. That's correct. Oh, man, that is so exciting. So, you know, for those parents and grandparents and community members out there, you know, you have kids who are sitting on the couch or maybe they don't have a job and they don't know what they like to do. Like they have no purpose, they have no skills, and they're just struggling. Um, that, that is like heartbreaking to me and it's heartbreaking to you. This is where I really encourage you to sign them up for this course. And one of the things I love to say is, and I heard this from a, uh, one of a friend of mine, said, you know, uh, competence creates confidence. Absolutely. A- and archery is one of those things. I mean, you taught my wife how to shoot, you know, and she loves it. I mean, we don't shoot much, but she loves it. And Ray is so good at this that kids who are struggling with confidence or to find their purpose – this is an awesome, easy way for them to get involved with something where they're going to get expert coaching, but they're going to gain confidence. And that confidence will bleed over to the rest of their life. We've watched this happen in other programs for years. So, and, and who knows, um, maybe your grandson, granddaughter, son, neighborhood kid, who knows, maybe they're going to be like the next person in the Junior Olympics or in the Olympics for, the US, for USA Archery. That'd be fun. Well, one of the things I always say about archery, it's a great level of humanity, and uh, and it doesn't matter how big and strong you are or how, or how tiny you are. Uh, you get a bow that's fitted to you, and archery is probably one of the most personalized sports there are out there, and, and you get a person equipped with the right type of equipment, and then the sky's the limit, uh, and, it, and it could go anywhere. Um, and so that is really what what I love to see. Mm-hmm. And so, so Ray also, so he has experience with our curriculum and just, he just has a heart for kids. So it's 
archery focused, but all of our values and DNA is embedded into the program too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Ray, when you think about um, some of the struggles, I mean, you, you stay uh, up to speed on the news and politics and everything that's happening in the world. Um, you think about the importance of finding the, the, their skills or finding their niche. Um, archery seems to be this thing that's just this, um, this thing that nobody thinks about. And, and with this program, is there a component where they're being prepared? I mean, can they take this uh, USA Archer program and start to hunt and do other things with this, or is this just about competition? Oh, it's, uh, well, the, the program I'm, I'm leaning toward is the S3DA, which encompasses all of that. It encompasses indoor and outdoor archery, uh, and uh, it, it teaches uh, ethical hunting practices, and and, uh, and also within that program, there's a, there is a pathway for scholarships. Um, there is a, a friend of mine uh, who's got a program north of us uh, in Grand Rapids, and uh, she started her team in 2019. Last year, they they in the state of Michigan they took all four categories, first place. So in five years or four and a half years, they, yeah, they, they they went they were and, and the thing about you know you watch you watch kids grow and, and archery creates an ordered mind. And that translates into everything in life. I mean, uh, you know, and it dovetails perfectly with our with our core values, five star. You know, and and, and I, I think about you know one situation where you know there's a tournament going on and there's one last kid to shoot one last arrow, and everybody in the place is watching that person shoot that last arrow, and and the internal the internal strife that goes on at that moment. I've been there. Uh, when everyone's watching you, and, uh, and and if you do things as as you were taught, with an ordered mind, all that extraneous stuff is oblivious, and you just deliver that arrow the way it's supposed to be delivered every single time. Mm. You, you talk about an ordered mind. Um, how does that relate to life for, it, for kids? It's, it's the foundation for everything. I mean, uh, if, you, if you do things consistently, you know, get out of bed in the morning, make your bed, brush your teeth, comb your hair, you know, have done your homework the night before, uh, you know, plan, plan your steps for the day, just like you plan your steps for every segment of archery, every steps of every step of the shot sequence is planned and ordered and predictable. So it's like this, it's a form of discipline where they're, they're, they're developing a process for how to succeed. Yes. That translates across everything. Everything. Yes. Like, how am I going about this project at school? How am I going about this project at home? Like, all of this, these principles are the things that are seem to be so lacking in society. Well, the other thing is that, you know, like, uh, I, I was involved with an ASP program a few years ago, and actually I was invited to be one of the judges at arguably the biggest tournament in, in the world is Louisville, Kentucky, and there were 14,000 kids at this tournament. Holy cow. There were 800 arrows in the air at any given time. And, and the thing that I took away from it the most was how polite and kind every one of those kids were that I interacted with. They actually came up to me and thanked me for judging them during this tournament. Mm. Where do you get that? That's cool. I, I love that. Is there, you know, is there a f- kind of a network in archery and camaraderie? Is, is it relational? 
like a lot of other sports? It, it's a small circle. Uh, I mean, every tournament, local, every local tournament uh, that I go to around here, I bump into the same people all the time. And even even the, the bigger tournaments like Lancaster. And I haven't been to Vegas yet. It's on my bucket list. Um, but uh, but I want to go there and, and compete as well. <laughs> but but you, you see the same face all the time. And, and the beauty of archery is that I just went to a tournament, uh, a world uh, bow hunting tournament uh, uh, in June in uh, West Virginia. And I'm standing next to three pros online practicing. It's like, where do you get, if you're a gulper, do you stand next to Tiger Woods? <laughs> how, often, how often do you get to do that? Yeah. And and I actually had this, uh, at this one event, they had, uh, it was uh, 200 of us got to shoot uh, this particular event. And it was, I was standing right next to a pro, and, and uh, we had to hit this dot from, from unknown yardage. Uh, and the closest, if you hit the dot, you stayed in. And if you didn't hit it, you were at a sudden death overtime. He missed his the first time. I missed mine the first time. I talked to him later, and, and we were like a quarter of an inch apart from, from that particular arrow. And, and that was great. I mean, just getting to, getting to talk to, to people at that level is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Any other things that I missed that we want to cover for people that are thinking about getting involved? Well, I'd, I'd kind of like to go down the path of, of, of instructors. Uh, and there's guys and women out there that shoot archery all the time. Uh, I'd love to have them come and, and join us. I mean, I'm, I'm a level two certified coach in, with USA Archery, which means I can certify other coaches, level one coaches. And, and that would be great if you have, if, if you have a, a boy or girl that wants to participate in the program and you're a parent and has some background, I'd love to have you come out. I'll, I'll train you, certify you, and, and welcome you aboard. So yeah. that's what I would like to do. No, absolutely. Come join Ray and be a part of this archery uh, program as this is a feeder program. This ne- this spring and summer will be kind of the feeder program. That includes archery instructors. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Let's, let's bring as many people together because this is going to be a growing program. This is going to be a thing that really helps kids come alive and develop some, some uh, tools and skills. So, um, Coach Ray, thank you so much for taking time. Before you, you're going to be traveling uh, out of town. You're going to be some uh, any, any shooting when you're when you're traveling. Well, yes, I'm gonna I'm going to Hawaii and uh, and uh, they have um, the island of Molokai there and have an overabundance of axis deer. So I'm going to try my hand at that. Awesome, good. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Sir. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. And uh, for this segment, we have our special guest that joins us quite frequently, our Director of Five Star Basketball Operations, Coach Bray Beatles. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming in on. Always excited to be here. We just had a couple great segments with uh, Ray Kendall, who is an archery expert. I mean, the guy can flat out shoot. I watched him hit a balloon from like, I don't know, a hundred some yards away. Mm. 
It was insane. So he's launching a brand new, uh, we're calling it Accelerated Archery, Advanced Archery. And it's a, it's like an eight-week program for kids who come out and they like to shoot and they want to really learn how to do it at a higher level. And so we're going to do two of these courses, one the spring, one the summer. And that's going to be kind of like our feeder program, almost like for basketball, Youth Development League. Yep. Uh, that's going to prepare them for five-star life archery team wow. that will start in the fall. That's awesome. So it's going to be fun. So we're going to have travel archery. How does that work? So literally, they will train under one of the country's best archery trainers, Ray Kindle. And they will prepare, train, 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 and then they'll start competing. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so they'll compete locally, and then they'll very likely, if they qualify, they'll you know they'll qualify for a state event and possibly go to a national event. And some of these kids eventually, just like they do with the gauntlet, they'll get college scholarships. Wow. To, so to, is this team based or team and individual? Individual and team. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like wrestling. I, I, that's a good question for Ray. I I think wrestling with a bow and an arrow, that, that would be even more interesting. That would, I don't think that sport exists. Making our own stuff. (laughs) If you just tuned in, uh, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about the mission of Five Star Life. We're on this laser focused mission to change the face of culture, of education, of sports. And we do that by focusing on the number one thing you have to target according to research and that's that's our operating system our mindset and it's working it's having success you can learn more at fivestarlife.org you can also listen to the show anywhere podcasts are played you can also watch us on youtube at the five star life show please like this subscribe to it and share this um so we just recorded early today uh, a new lesson for kids. Tens of thousands of kids will go through this lesson and we're talking about uh, really teaching kids how to break through in leadership and leadership, our definition of leadership is so simple. There's so many definitions of what leadership is, but we define leadership as influence. Influence is leadership. Leadership is influence. And every single person is a leader because everybody has influence. And the number one person that we can influence or should influence is ourselves. So we're, we're starting this series just talking about how do you lead and influence yourselves. In today's lesson, we talked about like, if I'm the number one influence or leader of my life, it's really important that I start to pay attention to who and what influences me. Mm. And, you know, every one and everything has an agenda. There's nothing that's neutral. There's not a person that you meet. There's not a book you read. There's not a podcast you listen to. There's not a, a song, a, a, a news station, or a movie that is neutral. Everything has an agenda. I'm not saying it's, it's good or bad. Everything has an agenda. And so in this lesson, we talk about these four different areas of influence that we have to start to think about taking responsibility to be the gatekeeper of saying, I'm not letting this influence me. I'm not letting this in. I'm going to start filtering what I allow to influence me. And the first category is just people. Bray, have you ever had to filter out people from decision-making, from choices, from life uh, as a kid, as an adult? Yeah, no question. No question. I mean, that's part of um, Kirby Smart had a – the head football coach at Georgia had an amazing uh, quote in a press conference once about the cost of leadership. That's kind of, I think these four things you're going to mention probably are the cost of leadership, right? Like what you have to pay to be a leader. You have to do sacrifice in this area, give this up, 
filter yourself from these people, whatever these habits, whatever that is. I thought that was super interesting, and I, it's something that I uh, really was was inspired when I heard it. But absolutely, I have to uh, filter out people, and and from you know, you can't make every decision with the same circle of people necessarily, right? You have to reach out to people with expertise and, um, you know, people that you trust. I always tell kids, told kids this for years. I heard this. I thought it was brilliant. So I stole it. But I always tell kids like, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Mm. And Jim Rohn, the author, lecturer, and you know, leadership guru says like, you are, you and I are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And so you think about the people we interact with, whether it's family or friends or peers or coworkers or whatever, the people that we are consistently around influence us. So it's why we see, you know, kids who, you know, little kids, they don't cuss, but when they start surrounding themselves with their kids, they start cussing just, just like that. Why? That's influence. Mm -hmm. And so for us to be vigilant about being the gatekeepers of, because often we don't pay attention to the influence of people around us. Like if you hang out with people that are doing certain things like working out, there's a better chance you'll work out. If you hang out with people that, uh, you know, uh, like football, you'll probably start liking football just by default. You're a product of your environment. Yes. And so it becomes this issue of looking at who are those, those influencers and are they, I'm not saying they're good or bad, but are they helping me? Are they influencing me in a positive way or in a negative way? And we all have people that come into our lives for seasons and they might have more influence during one phase of our life than another phase of our life. And I, I have had to look at that and not everybody's going to be a part of your journey forever at the same level. And that's okay. Sure. Especially if you're growing. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where I think there's value in obviously, uh, surrounding yourself with people that are, that are winners. And then you have to kind of see what losing looks like a little bit, right. To, to be, Oh, I, I that's a reminder of why I don't do those things. Right. Uh, I think that's, that's crucial as well. And you know, the biggest thing is, is you, everyone says they want to win everyone. And by win, I mean like just be successful in life and, and everything, right? Like uh, everyone says that, but not everyone necessarily does what it takes to do that and they they either haven't had the support system to guide them towards that or they don't maybe have the internal drive to say you know what i'm gonna go find a bunch of winners and start doing what they do you know well and sometimes you know what happens is people in our lives as we have we are on this growth track and we're going somewhere people can all of a sudden the people that their agenda maybe was really good. It seemed to be like they were loving, they were supporting. But we get to a certain point where all of a sudden that they don't like the growth in our life. They don't like where we're going. So then what they do is they say, oh, no, I want to get back to the way it was. And if we're not careful, we will let someone else hold us back and influence us from where we're, where we're going. This can happen in a good way or a bad way. And so this idea of like being the gatekeeper, Coach Seth, you saying like, that's not very empathetic. That's not very compassionate. That's not being a nice person. That's not five-star. And I would say um, you have to have balance because the reality is there are people that have their own agenda. 
and they were very supportive until it got to a certain point, certain point where maybe what you're doing is no longer serving their purposes that now you start to be, it starts to be revealed. And so it, it's people who are compassionate and empathetic that don't balance it with wisdom and taking responsibility vigilant, vigilant. It's those people that get taken advantage of by people who maybe even unknowingly are trying to manipulate them to keep them where they were. And those are hard, those are hard things to discern. It, yes, and it's hard to know when you're in it. Absolutely. And that's where, for, for me, I often bring mentors and people and just say, hey, what do you think about this, right? And, and it goes into, like, I channel my inner Tony Stark. And it's like, I love the visual of him in Iron Man, like, looking at that, you know, all the digital stuff is in front of him, and he's spinning it, and he's looking at it from every angle. That's critical thinking, looking at it from, okay, I'm going to try to put myself in their shoes and look at their perspective. Then I'm going to go look at an outsider's perspective. That's nothing to do with this. I'm going to look at my own perspective. I'm going to get a, maybe a mentor to give me a perspective. And it's amazing how if we will be, that's practicing vigilance to use critical thinking. If we do that, things come into uh, view and they become clear. And that's where I've had to just say, you know what? I love this person, but I have to create some 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 separations of boundaries or they're going to hijack my destiny so uh, simple so we're out of time for the segment uh, go to five star life at the break we'll be right back with more of this five star life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call summit these programs focus on three core components first each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Join in studio with the one and only Bray Beals, our director of basketball operations. Welcome back, Bray. Having a fun conversation. Just filmed a lesson for students about how to break through in their leadership. And the first several lessons we're unpacking just this, this idea that you know leadership is influence, influences leadership. The number one person we have to influence if we want to be a leader is ourselves. If we can't lead ourselves, I mean, how in the, it's like the blind leading the blind, right? Mm-hmm. And most people are not truly influencing themselves. If you if you didn't catch the first uh, couple of shows uh, that we unpack some of this curriculum, go back to the archives, uh, either on uh, you know one of the, our podcasts or on YouTube channel at The Five Star Life. Go back and watch the last previous shows because we unpacked kind of this principle of h- how do you make sure you're influencing yourself? Most people are not influencing themselves. And so this one is going to the next level saying, okay, if you want to influence yourself, you better start to take ownership to be vigilant about, um, you know, being a gatekeeper to make sure you're controlling what influences you. And so the first category is like, you have to be the gatekeeper of the people in your life. You're the average of the five people you spend most time with. The second category is, is media. So uh, every movie, every song, uh, the news channels, the news feeds, all those things, none of them are neutral. They all have an agenda and they are having massive influence on 
how people see the world, uh, how they think about themselves, how they think about politics and religion and relationships and how life should work. So this is a this is a big category. And again, we're teaching kids that how do you become the gatekeeper in the world of media so that you just don't just take everything and I mean, the, one of the most popular words over the last three, four years is misinformation and fake news. Mm-hmm. And there is this incredible thing happening where people are starting to realize this has been happening for years. People are now awakening to the fact that, oh, so there's agendas out there. <laughs> there's actually agendas. It's like, of course, they're trying to make It's usually money, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to make money. Media is a great way to make money or to get a vote or to shape culture that will then make them money. So how is it that we teach kids to avoid becoming an NPC, a non-player character that's just a zombie, taking all the information that they're being fed and then just following the masses? It's like, no, kids want to be independent. They want to be critical. They want to be in control of their life. But most of them aren't. They're just following the latest celebrity. They're following the latest movie hit. They're just following the masses. So we're teaching them, hold on. Can you, do you know how to look for the ad- hidden agendas in movies, in music, in pop culture? And are you aware of the influence that has on the way you think? This is a powerful principle. Mm. I got, got my wheels spinning on that one. That's uh, make me really sit deep down and think about it. I mean, holy cow. <laughs> There's a lot to that. And um, th- there's a social media um, is another part of that. That's kind of the third area. Um, but I always, I always tell kids, like, really guard what you watch. And, and I tell even young kids, we have a conscience and we have intuition. When you watch something, whether it's a movie or listen to, uh, to music, when there's something that's not good, if we can just tune in to our intuition and our conscience – there is something saying, there's something unsettling of what they're saying or what I'm watching. Like, I sh- probably shouldn't be watching this. I'm just talking about just pure stuff that's not good. Yeah. It, it's so important to be the gatekeeper because all that stuff pollutes our soul. It goes into us. It all counts. It all counts. Yeah. It changes the way we look at people, mm-hmm. the way we think. The, the, the second category is, or the third category uh, of influences social media. I separate media from social media because they're like different animals. And social media is uh, becoming a major player. I mean, it's taking over media, honestly, right? I mean, yep. people are tuning out of like mainstream media. Totally. And they're going to social media to be influenced. This is a big deal. Podcasts, massive. I mean, podcasts is like the way, the true free form media, if you will, at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you... If you want information that that the ma- the general uh, media will not discuss, a lot of that is done unfiltered via podcast app or YouTube shows, those types of things. Yeah, so it, it's incredible. So we there's a quick clip that I want to show everybody um, about. It's a short from YouTube about social media. Check this out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, these are weaponized. You have social statisticians and scientists and researchers and people in lab coats, literally best minds of our generation are figuring out how to addict you to the news. Yes. And if you fall for it, if you get addicted, your brain will get destroyed. And I think this is the modern struggle. Look at how it happens. Social media, they've 
massaged all the mechanisms to addict you, like a skinner pigeon or a rat. Video games, another way to addict people. So you have this, you have entire large factories of people that are working to addict you to these things and you stand alone. So the modern struggle as an individual is learning how to resist these things in the first place, drawing your own boundaries, and there's no one there to help you. What do you think about that clip? It's uh, really when you sit down and think about it and listen to it in, in that, you know, you totally catch, you can, I totally was reminded of several times of myself of just getting caught in the rabbit hole of Instagram reels or TikTok. And it's just like, wow, is that where I'm getting a lot of my information? And, and it's like, without really even realizing it, yeah, it is, you know, it's, it's powerful. It's super interesting. Makes you really think about it. Yeah. So, I mean, he who controls information, controls knowledge, controls the world, controls power. Yeah. And so it's just, again, teaching kids and, and teaching, having this conversation here, it's just making sure we take resp personal responsibility to be vigilant about being the gatekeepers in our life and realizing we are influenced by so many different things around us. And social media, it influences how much time we have in the day. I mean, how much, how often do we get robbed of a day because we go there to check a message? I do this. This happens to me. The algorithms work. They're, they're powerful. I, I get a notification that I have a message on Instagram and I click it, but something else distracts me. And all of a sudden I get off 15 minutes later, haven't even looked at my message. How often does that happen? It's mm. wild. Yeah. Like forget about the quality of the content or the misinformation or the agendas or the good or the bad of it. Just think about from a time perspective in the influence of time. Mm. Now you get into like what messages it's sending. That's powerful. We got producer Arnold back here too. You're mic'd up. You got any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And at the end of the day, it's, we're not, it's not, it's not a neutral playing field. You know, you're either like everybody is a leader because everybody has influence, right? If you're not leading yourself, then by default, guaranteed something else is leading you and influencing you. And one of the things I love about today's uh, today's lesson is we're teaching kids like, hey, you don't have to be subject to everybody else's agenda. You can shape the life that you want by taking ownership, by taking responsibility for the trajectory of your life. And so, yeah, like the clip said, in many ways we stand alone against all these forces that are kind of pointed at us with their own agendas, but you don't have to be a helpless victim. And that's one of the things that I love about what Five Star is doing, what we're teaching our kids. You know, Bray is the director of Five Star Basketball. Yeah. You know, not only is he teaching kids how to be winners on the court, he's he's sharing these exact same principles with, um, you know, with, with his athletes as well and setting them, setting them up for success in all kinds of ways. Super powerful. And as we wrap this up, just want to encourage you. That's what we're teaching kids. You are not powerless. You can take responsibility to be vigilant, to be the gatekeeper in all of these areas that influence us. We are out of time. Thanks for tuning in. Watch us next week. Like this, subscribe to this, share this. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.